The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. All right, you're listening to You're My Best Friend. I'm Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And one of us are best friends with the other. We're not sure who yet. Yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. Give us a while. Give us about at least... Like 12 episodes. I was going to say 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, by then we should know who's, who's best friends with who. Okay. Uh, whom? Whom? Who's? Who, who's just... <laughs> we, can, we can speak. Whomst? Your, your mom is listening to this right now being like, I taught her better. Yeah, she's going to text me soon, probably. I teached her better. <laughs> You're my best friend is a podcast journal of the life and tacos of Maxian, Ruben J, and friends. Join them as they search for the true friendship and the best tacos. They like tacos. Mmm, que rico. Tacos. <coughs> now, here are your hosts, Maxian and Ruben J. Alright, this is episode two. Numero dos. Number two. Do in uh, the house. This is You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life and tacos and other things. I'm Ruben J. I'm Moxie Ann. Look at that. We have our own little thing. We do. We say it the same way every time. Every single time. It's it's great. Life, love, and the pursuit of tacos. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moxie, we released episode one last week, and man, were we not a hit. I know. We got like negative five viewers. I know. We lost viewers from zero. I don't know how that's <laughs> even possible. We were wonderful, Moxie, and I, I loved last week's episode. What were your thoughts? Um, It was so great to have Sydney on the show. It was so great to talk with you. I don't even remember what we talked about. I just remembered that it was awesome. And I want to give a huge shout out to everybody who tuned into last week's episode. Anybody who... Uh, I don't know, lost part of their brain and decided that they were going to listen again and is currently listening to this. Thank you guys for being loyal fans and for having faith in us because we have no idea what we're doing over Hold here. on. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, I pushed the record button. Everything's working. Are you sure? Barely. You check. Yeah. You should check because there was that one time. Hey, that one time wasn't even my fault. Mm-hmm. That was someone else's fault. He who shall not be named. Uh-huh. Anyway, Moxie, uh, it was a great, great episode, and I think people really liked it. I think so, too. We got they, a lot of really good feedback. Did anyone tell you anything specifically? Um, yeah, actually, uh, one of our favorite people, Matt, he said that he really hey, yo, liked it. Matt! Hey, yo, Matt! <laughs> um, and he actually tuned into our live stream the other night, too. Yeah, so if you are listening to this, and, and somehow if you are listening to this and you are not following us on Facebook, you need to do that. Yes. You need to do that immediately because you never know when Moxie and I just might happen to go live. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even know. I mean, we didn't last night. No, we or a couple nights ago. Didn't. Yeah, a couple nights ago because this is supposed to be on. This is supposed to be a Monday. We have so much to talk about on today's episode. Uh, I do want to know: Did anybody fall for the April Fool's joke that we pulled? I think some people did. You know, I played it for my roommate Melody, um, and she like we played that part uh, the night that 
the night that it came out at midnight and I played it and it went silent and she went, no, really? You guys didn't do that. No, you couldn't have. And then it kicked in and she's like, oh, and I went, literally, you live with me. How did you fall for that? Uh, so make sure you make sure to follow us on Facebook. I, I can't say that enough. We did something last week. Yes, we did. We did something incredible last week. It was wonderful. We went to go see Craig Ferguson. The Ferg. The Ferg. Uh, what, we went to go see the, the Ferg last week. What was your? What did you think about Craig? Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Uh, I thought he was great. Um, I, it was interesting seeing him live after having listened to his stand-up for so long. Um, uh, just like. Because, you know, when they do stand-up albums, they don't put a lot of the interactions in with the audience. They don't put in a lot of the, uh, you know, relating to the places where they are. So, like, last night, he made some jokes about Orange County. We got a shout-out. Woo-woo! Yeah. And then there was a lot more profanity than I expected. Really? You didn't expect that much profanity from Craig Ferguson? I expected profanity, but not that much. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is Craig Ferguson. Yeah. I I actually was disappointed with the lack of profanity. Really? I thought there was going to be a ton more. Yeah? Yeah. I was I mean it was already like every other word. I expected it to be every word essentially. <laughs> but it wasn't. Uh I really enjoyed it. Do you remember what your favorite joke was? Oh, I had it in my head and I forgot what it was. <laughs> um the same. Well, prob- I mean there was an there was a running joke happening. Which we did not understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, are we going to talk about this? We shouldn't. I'm going going to to. anyway. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, I'm going to anyway. So, on the ticket that Ruben so kindly bought for us, um, on the ticket it said doors at 8 o'clock. So we thought, all right, we'll meet at a Starbucks halfway, get there by like 7.40, it'll all be fine, we'll get in there early, find parking, everything will be great. We get there, park by 7.30. And we look at the ticket, and he looks a little bit closer. And it says, the ticket says... Doors at 8, and then below that said, Craig Ferguson, 9 p.m. In, like, drastically smaller print. Uh, Craig Ferguson at 9 p.m. And so we were like, well, crap, we're literally boxed in in an L.A. parking lot. What are we going to do? So what we decided to do was go on Facebook Live. And we were on Facebook Live just talking to people, talking about Craig Ferguson, talking about everything until I want to say like 8.30. Give or take, yeah, give or take. Yeah, 8.30, which, you know, if the show started at 9, would be plenty of time. If the Uh, doors opened at 8, generally the show doesn't start when the doors open. Yeah. Usually it starts like an hour after doors open. Yeah. So we, you know, get out of the car, finish the live stream, get out of the car, shoot a vlog video, uh, saunter very casually up to the entrance of the theater. Ruben's taking pictures. We're making jokes about how, oh, wow, there's nobody in line. Look at how efficient they are. Everybody's in their seats and the show <laughs> hasn't even started yet. Or or no one showed up for the show. Or that. Or that. And we go in and, and the it's dark in the lobby. The concessions girl is cleaning up the food. And we still have not caught on by this point. We're kind of just like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's either there's nobody here or everybody's already in the theater. Maybe there's an opening act. And I start, wa- uh, I start walking towards the, con- the, the, the merch table and I'm looking at all the merchandise and the guy who's behind the merch table goes, hey, guys, I'll be here after the show. 
And I go, oh, cool, that's cool, man. Oh, that look, signed EP or LPs by Craig Ferguson. That's really cool, you know? And then in the faint background, I hear a guy talking, and I'm like, man, that guy's talking really loud. (laughs) We approach the entrance to the theater, and the guy's like, he whispers for some reason. He goes, you guys want me to help you find your seat? And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And we enter a dark theater, and there's a man on stage. And this guy also, our our stage or our our audience, whatever, our seating guy, our had usher, an, yeah, our usher, thank you, had an obscenely bright flashlight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> an LED white light flashlight. So we walk in, and I, Ruben and I, which we conferred afterwards, and we realized we both thought the same thing, which is, oh, it's an opening act. Wait, he has a Scottish accent. So we both walk in. Everybody looks at us. Because obscenely bright flashlight, and we realize that we've just missed the first fifteen minutes of Craig Ferguson's set. <laughs> because we were sitting in the parking lot recording a Facebook Live video. We were working hard for you people. We were, we were trying to entertain our our listenership by giving you some extra content in week one of You're My Best Friend, and in the process, we became idiots. Mm, I think we already were. Well, we became more idiots uh, <laughs> in the in the fact that we missed the uh, entire setup of Craig Ferguson's late uh, comedy act. Yeah, and he kept referencing this one line. He kept saying, "In my hat blew off. In my hat blew off. My hat blew off." And the first and time, everybody he, would just die. Everyone would just start die, la- you know, die laughing and mocking. I would just look at each other and be like, <laughs> "I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it." Like, what is he? His hat blew off. Like, get a better hat. Mm-hmm. I think uh, my favorite part of the show is when he's talking about how he met this girl at a dance club, but yes. in Scotland in the seventies, and he starts dancing to Flock of Seagulls. I ran, and uh, I think I actually imitated that on one of our vlog videos later which, that night, which may or may not go up on the internet. Hopefully not. I'm praying. I might. Uh, contact the FBI and get them to seal that document record it's not whatever a doc, it's not a document or a record but okay mm. uh, overall it was a fun night I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Craig Ferguson uh, Craig Ferguson and uh, I think I I think I'm gonna go again to his Orange County show I'm gonna buy the cheapest ticket I can find to his Orange County show just to watch the first 10 minutes of his act Moxie our friends over at Pure VPN are helping us pay down our debt while also helping keep our information safe on the internet. Well, and everybody knows that the internet is just this wasteland full of nothing but people who want to steal your credit card information and your social security number and hack into your phone like the FBI. And they just, they want to take everything from you. And PureVPN has your back. PureVPN makes sure that the FBI cannot hack your phone, asterisk possibly. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if that's true or not. But we're going to advertise it. We're going to say that for now, but we're not guaranteeing it because we don't want to be sued because we already have enough debt as it is. But if you sign up for Pure VPN today by going to vpn.thebestfriendshow.com, head over there and you will get the chance to sign up and get 74% off a two year subscription. This is how VPN works, okay? Basically, when you're browsing the internet, we all like to do a little shopping. I like to spend Moxie's money. And here's the deal when you're on the internet, a firewall like VPN service will block other people from being able to access the information that you are putting into the internet browser, keeping your information 100% safe. 
It's kind of like the secret service for the internet. You can just go by those percent. 74% off, 100% safe. I can't imagine a better deal than that. VPN.thebestfriendshow.com for 74% off a two-year subscription plan. That is VPN.thebestfriendshow.com for a two-year subscription plan. 74% off. Moxie, what's the website? VPN.thebestfriendshow.com. Did I do that right? Yes, you did. Awesome! All right, here's Aunt Wendy. Okay, so I am very excited to announce uh, our second official guest on the show is somebody who I have known literally, like, since I was born. Um, I've traveled with her. I've spent so much time with her. I've talked about life and politics and boys and God and everything in between. And And I've never met her. She's probably... (laughs) Um, she's probably one of the most wonderful human beings I have ever met, and I'm so excited to introduce her on our show today. Uh, please welcome uh, Wendy DePinto, or as I like to call her, Aunt Wendy. Yay! Best name ever! <laughs> I, I do not call you Aunt Wendy because I think that'd be weird. <laughs> it's fine with me. I, I have no children, no siblings, so being an aunt is just a true honor. You're my favorite aunt. Don't thank don't you. You're only <laughs> I'm her only aunt, but you know. <laughs> so I I wanted to have you on the podcast for one very specific reason. Out, outside of the fact that you're a very entertaining person. Well, thank you. Uh, I do want to tell a quick story. I, I have met Wendy uh, a couple of times. We've gone to a couple parties, uh, or we've been we've been at, at the same party a couple of times. We've never gone together. Uh, but, <laughs> but I do remember one party in particular, and I think you might remember this. Uh, it was a New Year's Eve party about three or four years ago <laughs> where I have never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> my my stomach and my throat were both hurting from talking and laughing literally all night. <laughs> I woke up the next day and had to just hobble over to get the painkillers. I could barely speak. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a great time. But best. unfortunately, uh, us having you on the podcast isn't under the best of circumstances. <gasps> Potentially. Is this an, inter- is this an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> no more parties for you, uh, Aunt Wendy. <laughs> no, uh, it's not an intervention, but this might be the end of Moxie and I's friendship. Oh. <gasps> Oh, no. Yeah. We, uh, we, we, we debated on the last show with Sydney Allen that you're not able to have more than one best friend. And you commented, which, by the way, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, you commented on, I believe, the episode, the, the post about the episode that you said that you, you, you initially you agreed with me. But towards the end of the conversation, for whatever reason, I'm just calling biased on on, on your part, uh, that you ended up siding with Moxie and, and Sydney. And yeah. I want to know why. Well, I'm older. So you learn that That's being a best friend when you're young is a big deal. You know, I'm actually wearing my best friend charm that I got in high school for my best friend. Aww. And But you realize as you get older that no one person can meet all those boxes all those, you know, so you need to spread out and you learn to appreciate everyone for their qualities. And so you have a lot of best friends. It's like a plate with all your favorite desserts. You have your Bavarian cream donuts, your chocolate croissant, you have your key lime pie, all your favorites. So you can have a full, and I give you an example, friends, which you love, all best friends. They have, she had a hard time, right, Monica, choose, choosing her bridesmaid. 
And then Jesus and his disciples, albeit one of them was not his best friend. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think Jesus was friends with any of his disciples. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I don't, I don't think they were friends. Why? He didn't have a chip on his shoulder. No, he didn't have a chip on his. I don't, I don't think that was a friendship type relationship. That was a mentorship. I think that's completely different. What? No, it's, I don't think so. Because I, I don't think you're wrong. About I don't that. think you can be. Fr- I don't think you can be friends with your mentors. Wait, I think you can be friends with your. Mentors. I think he called them his friends. He wanted them to stay by his side the night before they took him, and and they all fell asleep. So Losers. that's friends for you. Yeah, friends will say. let you down. So look, I mean, this is my best friend had a kid. I didn't, and then suddenly our conversations weren't the same because she was always dealing with her kids. So you got to. <laughs> spread out and and you just have better odds that way you know yeah but he, here's the thing uh, my <laughs> argument is going to continue to be that there's only one spot for the best you know like you can have you can have friends that you do different things with you know for example uh if we're going to use the friends characters as an example uh chandler and joey enjoyed going to the knicks games okay Ross and Rachel liked having sex with each other, you know, uh, Monica and Chandler, they loved each other, you know? So like there's different dynamics there, but I also think like, yeah, you can have a group of friends that you say, Oh, this is my, my best group of friends. But at the same time, there's only room for one favorite. And I know for a fact, if you put all my favorite desserts on one platter, the first thing I'm going to eat is that damn cheesecake. Cause I love me some cheesecake and cheesecake is my favorite dessert. I don't know when you when you you just can't have just one person though, and and this is no contest. This is not like American Idol here where you have to choose number one. So you can have all your best friends. Like I had all my best friends at my birthday last year, yeah. and I didn't invite anybody that I didn't want there. Gee, so thanks. and it was great. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it was all girl, Ruben. It was all girls. I, I have, have to yeah, say, when, when, when's your birth, when's your birthday? I just had it on St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so my hair was long. I could have fit in. <laughs> well, Cassandra did bring a guy who wore a skirt. Did you steal someone's chocolate pudding? Is this what's going on? And with that, I would like to thank Aunt Wendy for, uh, for joining us on today's podcast. Uh, I still disagree. So far, it's uh, it's two for Team Moxie, zero for Team Ruben on this. But I will I will be avenged eventually by my best friend when the time comes. Uh, Wendy, thanks for, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Hey, God bless. We'll talk. I'll see you at the next family party. <laughs> Moxie, we have we have special guest number two. Number two. Yes. Numero dos. Numero dos. This is actually this is. I'm excited to talk talk to this person because me too. Uh, because she's a girl. And she sings and she does makeup stuff on YouTube. Uh, and before we jump into this, I do want to say that I watch her YouTube channel occasionally and I watch her do makeup tutorials. And I yeah. don't actually uh, listen to anything she says, I just watch her apply makeup on her face <laughs> for about 25 <laughs> minutes. And I seriously just, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just staring. And for those who can't see me right now, which is everyone, my mouth is literally just like, it's open. I'm just like, like it's, just, it's really, it's, it's really relaxing. So uh, please welcome to the podcast. Uh, her name is uh, Savannah Marie. She's a lead singer of the band, The Takeover. Savannah, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks Savannah, for doing it's this. It's so great to have you on the show today. Thank you for coming. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. 
So before we jump into uh, the official interview, talking about your music and whatnot, Moxie has a couple of questions. That do you want to ask him now, or do you want to wait till the end, or do, how do you want to do this, Moxie? Oh, or do you want to do you, you want know, we ask we... ask one now, and then we'll go back to the other two. <laughs> okay, uh, Savannah. Yeah. What is your favorite taco? Oh God. Well, okay. So I'm vegetarian. Well, technically I'm pescatarian. Oh, okay. So yeah. So, um, I can potentially eat fish in my tacos. I just usually try to avoid it, but I do like a good, like shrimp taco. Okay. Ooh, shrimp Shrimp's taco good. sounds good. Well, okay. So yeah. with, with or without lime? Oh, with lime for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, uh, without lime. Okay. Is that a song, or did you just write that? That was beautiful. No, that was you two. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, gotcha. Okay, now now we get it. Uh, can I just say I'm, I am outlawing all singing during this interview because I am the only person who on this podcast cannot sing. Uh, so as of now, I you could if you tried. I, just give it a little shot, Ruben. Come I have, on. No, 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 Savannah, don't don't encourage him. You don't believe in yourself enough, Ruben. I do believe in myself enough. I believe in myself so much <laughs> that when I was in high school, I joined choir. And they let me oh. in as like a, you know how like um, in sports they have like in, in NFL at the Super Bowl they have a Make a Wish kid come down on the field occasionally. Oh um, sure. So that's kind of that was me in high school choir, uh, and I mm -hmm. was I was so bad that they asked me to leave. <laughs> no. Yeah, they, and this is high school. That's choir. not even right. This is where they're supposed to teach you how to sing. Uh, my, right. My teacher gave me an A not to show up. He said, I will, <laughs> I will give you an A if you don't show up to this class. So uh, I watch American Idol. Well, I believe in you. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. You will go yeah. deaf listening to me sing. Although last night uh, I did sing something. And apparently Moxie was like, oh, that's not bad. So I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. I'm sure you're um, wonderful. I do a great Scott Stapp impersonation. Okay. So it's you gonna uh, share that, or or you're just gonna no, just hold gonna, it from just, us forever? I'm just gonna hold you're it, so withhold it. Yeah, he's completely rewritten several MXI songs. Okay, times, yeah, <laughs> and made <laughs> them better. <laughs> I bet you did. So I, I want to know something about you, Savannah, because you and I have been friends on Facebook for quite a while, uh, mm -hmm. and you and I, you know, we get a, we get along in really weird ways. Like we we connect. <laughs> We connect on the most random of things. Like our love for Philip DeFranco has connected us a couple times. Mm -hmm. uh, but then yes. at the same time, our, you know, our political differences and our social differences have like not drawn us to arguments, but have like just shown that, that friends can be friends. But yes, I've, you know, I've, I've follow, started following you because you are friends with another friend of mine, uh, Amanda Gable, who's a musician. Yes. Uh, and I love band, her. Oh my yeah, God. And a band we're called we're no Gems. So I, I started following you once I knew that they were working with you in some way, shape or form a couple of years back. Yes. Uh, and I never really knew your story. So I would like to know kind of how you got into uh, the music scene. And uh, so tell me a little bit about, you know, getting into the music scene and starting or becoming part of the band, the takeover. Gosh, well, okay. Um, so <laughs> I've been doing music for like ever. I started playing violin when I was oh, eight wow. years old and I did that through high school. But then I had like a really bad teacher. Like she got my good teacher got replaced with like some chick straight out of college. <laughs> so then I just kind of like lost the love for she wasn't great. Yeah. And uh, I just kind of lost the love for the violin there and it sucked. But 
um, since I needed an outlet, I learned how to play guitar uh, when I was like 16. So then, yeah, but then I never thought I could write anything until like I, I met um, an old friend of mine, but I, I don't consider him a friend anymore because he's a kind of a garbage human, but we don't need to go into that. Anyway, he, he's the one who introduced <laughs> we're, me. We're totally going into that later. No, no, we really, we really don't need to go into that. But, um, but he, this person is the one who introduced me to Dan Parker and, uh, he, Dan Parker is the one who produces for us and, um, we're no gentlemen too. Uh, that's kind of how I ended up meeting Amanda, but, um, yeah, this this particular person just kind of was like, yo, you can write. And I was like, no, I can't. And then somehow I started doing it. So um, and then I just kind of like wrote some songs and I was like, yo, Dan, buddy, here's some stuff I wrote. And then it, it was just him and I for a while. I think I wrote five songs without a band and I was just me. And I, eventually I just like found a band and then it all worked out and everything was hunky dory and we've been doing it since. <laughs> Very cool. And so yeah. how did you how did the band come together though like who who are the members of the of the takeover so um my my friend lance he is my rhythm guitarist um i've known him since the myspace days he was friends with my best friend and we never like hung out or anything but i think one day i just like posted on facebook like hey i, I need to start a band y'all like who wants to start a band <laughs> and uh he was just like yeah me um and then he brought in my drummer and bassist uh robin lauren and they are so wonderful and i'm so grateful to have met them uh and then justin is m- my other guitarist and he's someone that i had known like outside of all those people for a while too so we all just kind of like i was like hey i know this guy who can play lead guitar and then i just kind of brought him in and we all just meshed really well so that's pretty much it (laughs) nice yeah that's a great story you know it can be so it can be so difficult when i started my band it was just like there was one girl who I had been working with previously and then we went to Facebook and we went to Craigslist and we went to <laughs> all of these different outlets oh, yeah. find musicians and you yeah. you know you you guys are located in Arizona, right? Yeah. Um and Arizona has such a cool music scene and uh we actually got to tour down in Arizona. We played a show uh-huh. uh I want to say in Phoenix and we played another show in this tiny little town down there. Um, and it was just, it's a really cool music scene down there. I uh-huh. saw you guys, you actually recently played a show with Against the Current, right? Yeah, we did. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, we, in yeah. uh, Chapel was on tour with them too. And we had opened for Chapel before and God, you guys, if, if you haven't listened to Chapel, they're like, don't be sleeping on that band. They're so oh, good. Yeah? But, uh, yes. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a really good show to be a part of. Cause there were a lot of female musicians. So like chapel's drummer <laughs> is a girl and then, uh, against the current is a female lead. So like, I love being involved with other like strong female musicians, you know? Oh yeah. There yeah, aren't enough of us. You. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> For know, real. It's, it's I feel very, very attacked too, right so- now. Okay, Ruben, this is between me and Moxie right now, okay? Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're forming a bond. Don't get My away. name is in the podcast as well, Savannah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to go off on a tangent for a minute and actually tell you it's it's really funny. So when we went to Arizona back in 2015, we played a show in this tiny little town called Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fun. Uh, and we made a fan there who was turned into a friend. His name is Jeff Teller. Um, but when I was looking at your band page, I went and I looked and I saw the poster for that against the current show. And I went, huh, I've seen that before. 
I think Jeff actually posted that and I just asked him and he was at that show. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's really funny. But he, he said, you guys were like so talented, grabbed a lot of people's Aww. attention. Um, and uh, he said the show that it went really well. So yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun. I really, I, I'm so grateful to like be thrown on shows like that. I mean, obviously we're always just like the local opener, but still then like you get to meet so many really cool people and make new fans along the way too, because they pull in the numbers, you know, we just kind of just like meet people. So, but it's, it's wonderful. So let me, let me ask you this. Uh, I've been asking you to come to Los Angeles for a very long time. Uh, (laughs) I know. I I think the day I met you, I'm like, yo, when y'all coming to LA and you're like, who are you? Uh, And I'm like, (laughs) who are you, sir? (laughs) Like, like, first of all, who are you? Second of all, why do you want me to come to LA? Third. (laughs) No. Um, yeah. So when you come into Los Angeles, we would love to have you out here. I know. Well, I mean, it's obviously it's been a topic of conversation a lot. Um, My guitarist, Lance, is kind of the one who always sets up most of the shows and stuff. He has most of like the contacts and stuff. And he's trying to get us out there uh, this summer. But, uh, you know, we got there's five people in our band and it's like we all got jobs and stuff. So it's hard. It's so hard to yeah, to like arrange a traveling show kind of thing. But Man, I am so ready. I, I want to get out of the Phoenix scene and, and get out to L.A. and see all you guys, too. Come play D Piazzas. <laughs> Everyone plays D Piazzas out here. Everyone, I, I know. I always see we're no gentlemen there all the time. <laughs> I, was say, yeah, I, I can make a <laughs> phone call and get you on, on the bill immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's got, yeah I got to call Amanda yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I have <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind that we could easily, like, we have enough people out there that we could, like, you know, get someone on, uh, get us to get on a bill somewhere. But God, like, it's just a matter of making everyone get together and be like, okay, all five of us, we're going out of mm-hmm. state and we're going to play a show. <laughs> like, but, but, I mean, yeah, they're doing this. But realistically, so you, could, you could do that in a 20, you'd be exhausted, but you could do it in a 24 hour time mm-hmm. period, realistically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if you really needed to, For like, sure. you know, you, you really could. It, again, you would be exhausted, yeah. though. But hey, that's the life of a rock star. I know, I know, and you know what? I'm so ready for it. <laughs> That's why, like, I I want to I want to start my own solo, like my side project and stuff. I'm kind of like piecing like things together and stuff to start trying because I just it's so much easier if you're just one person you're like I'm just gonna go out to LA for a weekend and play some shows like that's really what I want. So, but you know, that's hard, easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. get you. I know. I'm uh, I'm working on something solo right now as well, and it's kind of like it's nice because you can work on it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also it's there are unique challenges with starting a solo project too. Yeah, for sure, it's a lot different, um, and it has its pros and cons, I guess too. So are we'll see gonna, where that goes. Though, are you going to go by just Savannah? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought that much about it yet. See, I really I, feel that. <laughs> see, me having no like musical talent, like I could kind of play guitar. I could keep a beat on a drum set. I know like two chords on piano. Every now and then, I hit the right wow. note when I'm singing. Uh, but I, I have no, I have no real talent. Like none of that comes together enough for me to ever do anything uh, in you know, in a, in a musical sense. And I always joked around, like I tried, tried music. I tried acting, you know, I tried telling jokes and it turned out the only good thing I was good at was talking. And even then I don't do it that well. Uh, so for, 
so for me, like for me, I always think of like really cool band names or really cool album titles. Uh, and oh, yeah. it's, it's funny to th- to hear you be like, yeah, I want to do a side project, but I don't really know what I'm going to call it yet. And I'm like, I already know what my side project would be, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, a friend of mine, like, okay, this is kind of like a weird story and tangent, but we like weird. Um, she... Okay. Okay. Well, it is kind of out there. I'll have to send you the picture, um, like after this, but, or even now I can send it to you. But anyway, um, so this friend of mine recently tore her cornea in half (laughs) because her dog stepped on her face. Um, and yeah, and so she posted this picture and it sounds really brutal, but it's really not. I'll have to send it to you guys. You have to see this damn picture, but, um, yeah. So she, so you know how, like when they're diagnosing eye problems, they like put a dye in your eye and look under Mm -hmm. a black light. Dude, it is the most beautiful, artistically, like, gorgeous picture I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh that's my, my album art. There that's what I don't know. I don't care. I don't know what I'm going to do with that picture, but may I use it, <laughs> you know? Can you, can you just sign over the rights to your eye? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I mean, that's essentially, yeah, like, what it comes down to. So, but, uh, yeah, I got to see if I still have that picture. I'll send it to you guys because it it's something you got to see. It's good. Yeah, please send yeah. it to us. And, and if we're allowed to, we'll, we'll even post it on our Facebook page and see what people say. Well, um, I don't want people to steal my album art. I just sent it to true. you guys in the group chat. Fine, then. Come on, Ruben. Fine, then. I, I won't <laughs> post it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is the coolest. Is that not the most so, right? I just, I'm putting it up to the webcam so Moxie can see it. Uh, but that that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't even no. do it justice yet. I mean, you need to see it in its. Wow. I put I put it in the group chat. So yeah. I know, but it's amazing, right? Who knew that a freaking so- torn cornea? It's like a crescent, like a bright green crescent, crescent in her eyeball. God, it's so beautiful. I'm like, I don't know what I have to do to make that be album art, but like that's pretty much the most plans I have for just- my solo project is using that picture as album art. <laughs> that's legit. That's that's pretty awesome. It's something. I know. Now I want to talk to you real quickly about. Uh, you sent me a couple samples of your music, and I've heard bits and pieces here and there. And uh-huh. uh, this is the first time I really sat and like listened and analyzed your music. And I, my first instant thought was Avril Lavigne, but better. Uh, oh, thank and, you. And I and I love Avril Lavigne. Like, like don't get me wrong. That's me not a too. slight to her. Uh, Moxie also She's a queen. Said, she is. And although I'm not a huge fan of her newer album. But Moxie also, Same. who did who did you compare it to? Oh, have you heard of this group called Icon for Hire? No. Um, okay, so they're awesome. Uh, they're <laughs> by a girl named Ariel Winter. She has bright pink hair. She's great. Amazing. Um, they came out of like the Vans Warped Tour scene. Um, oh. Yeah. So I thought you guys sounded like them. She like she actually full on raps over rock <sighs> music, which is so cool. Yeah, you gotta love that. Me. Love that. Savannah once wrapped a birthday present on stage. Uh, I mean, yes, I'm the world's best rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for playing along. Thank you. I was was waiting to be like, all right, hold for edit because I have to edit that out. But no, you went along with it. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) You have have my back. No, but. Yeah, of course. um, you guys reminded me of them, um, but just like a little bit more uh, almost pop punk in a way. Yeah, um, that's what we pretty much like when people say, what kind of music do you play? It's like, yeah, I guess we're pop punk, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys have a killer sound. 
Thank you. It's, it's very. Uh, we kind of like have a bit of like nostalgic, like two thousand seven yes. pop yeah. punk. Like, yeah. well, yeah, like that. That definitely that that. I don't, I don't even know what other bands to compare it to because I, I was. I mean, I only listened to Alter Bridge during that time period. Uh, so. <laughs> right, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. They're pretty cool. Thank. You. <laughs> Do you know who Miles Kennedy is? Uh, not by name, no. Uh, what is that face palm? I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I've disappointed you, Ruben. No, it's okay. I'm sitting. I'm sitting out of the rest of this. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm sitting out of the rest of this interview. I'm done. Fine, it's girl talk now. Bye. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, yes, honey. Perfect transition. Let's talk about makeup. Uh, you have a YouTube channel. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe I should just let Moxie talk about this. But let's. <laughs> Uh, well no i will start by saying that like i don't consider myself like a makeup beauty channel i like i kind of upload like a lot of different stuff but that's because like i tried the makeup thing for a while and i just felt like i really wasn't getting anywhere um because everyone else is doing that you know and uh yeah it's a very saturated market so i still do a little bit you know here and there but i mean i kind of just like at this point i upload just whatever i feel like uploading and i'm like you know what if my followers like me then they'll watch whatever i post and generally that's kind of how it works so i'm all right with it what got you into makeup uh oh god all right well being a girl being Uh, female (laughs) well no i actually have a story behind that um so i have i have what's called trichotillomania and i got it when i was 11 years old but it's basically like i mean it's like a a compulsion disorder where you literally just pull your hair out um so yeah so so i um don't really have eyebrows um thankfully i have my eyelashes but for a while i didn't um like i it was really bad when i was really young and i got bullied like really really bad so um in order to combat the bullies my mom was like and i'm 11 years old you know she's like hey you want to wear makeup and i'm like yeah mom so (laughs) yeah so that's when i started wearing makeup but i mean it was kind of i I wouldn't say out of necessity because really people still bullied me no matter what but like i I guess it was more like a self-esteem thing because I don't know. I, it was nice to have eyebrows again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, as time went on, you know, I, I think I went like a lot of years not knowing what I was doing. And then like the beauty community kind of just like sprouted off of YouTube. And mm-hmm. I started watching all those, you know, well, back then it was pretty much just like makeup geek. That was pretty much like the one I watched all the time. And then I just started learning how to do stuff. And then like it got more and more popular and there are more people to watch. And, and then you just, it just kind of evolved. And now like makeup is like a huge thing with like society in general. So, yeah. and now I don't get made fun of for drawing on my eyebrows. So, so with your YouTube channel, you do post quite a few different things. Uh, you have two two really big series type things going on right now. You were telling me about. I've seen your uh, your your. I've seen the trolls kind of go after you for a thing you did <laughs> on a brand called Young Living. Uh, oh geez, which, yes. Uh, oh. Which I know I know a little bit about. I was in that essential oil uh, yeah. world for a minute. And I still want yeah. to use the product. I just uh-huh. haven't ordered in a long time. Uh, Listen, like I, I am not against essential oils at all. Um, I mean, I think there are some good uses and things, but it's just the company Young Living that I found out was extremely 
dark. It had like a lot of weird twists and turns like underneath the surface that, you know, I feel like no one was talking about. So I came out and talked about it on YouTube and, you know, that's a breeding ground for Hunbots yeah. and trolls to yeah. <laughs> get on there and First thing first things first is what made you decide to to go down that route of in a sense exposing Young Living, uh, and and I do want to know kind of what the feedback is that you've you've gotten so far. Well, so I mean, I will say that for the most part, most of the comments are 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 nice and like in agreement, or like a lot of people like, wow, I had no idea that any of this was a thing. Um, <clears throat> and I've had a few people even be like, I'm canceling my Young Living, you know, all that, and I'm like, yeah, great, wonderful, I'm so glad that I helped like someone, you know. Um, but anyway, I, I decided to go down that route because, um, well, my sister-in-law sells Young Living, and I actually have a cousin whose wife sells it too. But like, I never really thought twice about it um, because it's just like I didn't even realize it was an, an MLM for a long time. And then once I found out that it was, you know, an MLM or essentially like a pyramid scheme, if you will, um, <laughs> it's it, then I'm just kind of like, well, this is that's a little sketchy as it is yeah. like in the first place. Um, so I kind of got in like a Facebook argument with this chick who was selling it too, because like their oils are so expensive, like so beyond like anything that you can pay for um, through. I mean, you can buy essential oils like all over the place and they're way cheaper. So for some reason, Young Living is charging like 75 to 100 dollars for like five milliliters or something like that like, i mean that yeah i mean that's just like an, an estimation or something but yeah like a lot of them are really really expensive and so i'm like talking to this chick and i'm like why why is it so expensive when i can go to sprouts and buy the same thing for 15 dollars? you know um and um i just kind of like was talking to her and she was like well you would know this if you did a google search and i'm like Okay, so I did. Um, there's a subreddit called Anti MLM where people are always just like posting um, just crappy like experiences with MLMs or people who are in MLMs, and uh, I, I kind of started like going through there and just dug up just a lot of stuff on the company that I thought was so messed up, and that's mm -hmm. what prompted me to make a video because I'm like, why, why are there so many people selling this product and believing in this company when the company itself is corrupted, you know? Mm -hmm. So I felt like I had to talk about it. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. And then the, the other little series you got going on is uh, much more serious, I believe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think that... <laughs> You're, you're bearing the lead here. Uh, <laughs> you're doing you're doing a, a a Sims hundred hundred baby challenge. Explain this to me. Yeah. Uh, well, so the video game, The Sims Four, um, and it, well, also, um, I mean, I wouldn't say that this particular series is very popular on my channel. I'm just doing it because I like it. You know, I really, I've I've been playing The Sims since I was a kid, since it came out. Like, I love The Sims. Um, but BuzzFeed started. Well, they didn't start the challenge, but like they really popularized it. Um, so they're doing the 100 baby challenge. So, so basically you make one sim and you have to make this one sim have 100 babies and you have to like oh. raise them. And yeah, so um, I'm on part I'm on episode 17 as it is right now. So and we're like, I don't know, maybe like 25 babies in. So oh it's God. kind of a long series. But yeah, but you know what? Like despite it not getting a bunch of views and stuff like i still like doing it and making it so so i'm doing it <laughs> for you Maybe no yeah. i think that's so important 
Yeah, it is. Uh, not what? having a hundred babies on your sip, but <laughs> doing things that... Hey, hey, or that, is, that is a life goal to have a hundred babies in your Sims game. Okay. You don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't know. It's, it's my Sims, my matriarch's life goal. So that's what we call her. She's the matriarch. Matriarch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. When I have kids, I'm going to make them call me that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's not mom anymore. It's matriarch. <laughs> Savannah, I, I'm actually going to do a two part question here. Okay. Um, do you have a best friend and who would you say that best friend is? Okay. I'm already like in a gray area here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because, and hold on, not your and not your husband. Okay, if it's not my <laughs> husband, then yes, I I would say I have someone who I consider to be my best friend who is not my husband. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think and this is this has been a point of contention for ourselves and our listeners and uh Kind of the reason we started this podcast, actually, mm -hmm. is just to ask you this question. Do you believe that you can have more than one best friend? If we are putting husbands and wives aside, mm -hmm. I would say no. Thank I'm you. saying best. There is Thank one you. best. You can only have one best. Like, there's no, there's no two bests, like best number one and best number two. It's like, if it's the best, it's number one. That's it. Thank you, Savannah. Yeah, you're welcome, Ruben. I appreciate that because I've been trying to explain that to Moxie <laughs> for five years. And she it's believes, just... she still believes you can have more than one best friend. Now, I agree you can have multiple I really have good friends. more friend. than one best friend. No, you don't. You're just really indecisive <laughs> as to who your best friend really is, okay? And it's okay if it's not me because you're not my best friend either, okay? Whoa. Whoa. Shots fired. To rename this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're not my best friend <laughs> savannah I, I actually i really appreciate you uh being open and honest about this because this is a really a polarizing issue in the uh yeah and the you're my best friend llc family so uh, yeah you know so so i, I appreciate LLC? that well we're not yeah i'm just saying, uh -huh. you know <laughs> yes yes for sure i'm glad i it feels great to be appreciated around here so uh, yes <laughs> she's been here for one episode and she's like oh man i'm so underappreciated I feel, I feel so <laughs> yeah exactly i, I still no, feel no. attacked from our earlier conversation but we won't talk about that anymore um no it's okay new any new music coming out soon God, we have two songs that we're kind of sitting on right now because we're trying to release like an EP. Um, but we have two, like we, we haven't written, we're trying to write more songs to make into an EP, but like we haven't recorded them yet. So it's like, who knows when they're going to come out. But yeah, like we got two bangers that I really want to like show people. And it's like, send them to you. Yeah, just let me, let me listen if to you, them. Okay, if you promise you won't send them to anyone else. I, 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 Can you send them to me? I promise. And Moxie can hear him. I promise I won't send them to anyone else. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, I, I can send them to you guys. Cool. Man, I have a I have a I have a real banger that I'm sitting on too. So maybe I'll send that to you and you can send yeah. feedback. Tracy's <laughs> love I, it. Yes. I, and I will I will record a song tonight and send it to you guys. And it won't be a banger, it'll actually probably be whatever an anti banger is. But, I think that's but, exactly what it'd be called, a an anti banger. An, an, an anti banger. <laughs> <laughs> hey savannah where can people follow you on social media uh so my personal instagram is at savannah marie x so it's s-a-v-a-n-n-a-h because no one knows how to spell my name it's fine and then marie x 
Um, I, mean, I mean, you spell it um, wrong, so. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, it's not my problem. My mommy gave me that name. Well. But, yep. <laughs> but um, <laughs> otherwise, my, my band on Instagram is The Takeover Official. Um, and we're also on Facebook at The Takeover AZ, like facebook.com slash The Takeover AZ. Um, otherwise, like, I don't, that's pretty much. I mean, besides YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel is just slash T-A-S-A-V, Tossav. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I don't really use any other social media besides Instagram and YouTube. All right, Moxie, it's time for that last question. All right. Uh, do you want to ask the last question? No, because I, I don't know how to structure the, the last question, so I'm, I'm letting you do it. Uh- <laughs> Okay, well, this is, I mean, it's something that we asked our last guest, Sydney Ellen. Um, was, that, was that the first episode, or yes. was there another one I missed? Yeah, no, yeah, you, oh, okay, you, I listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, good episode. She was like, yeah, I did listen to it. It was mediocre, but yeah, I listened to it. <laughs> it was kind of horrible, but I still listened to it anyway. I'm just kidding. I'm totally getting it. No. My you, guys, you guys are great interviewers. No, no. You guys are, like, both really good at what you do, so... You could interview a trash can, and I think you'd be good. So I have interviewed a trash can before. <laughs> oh yeah, do you have like video proof of this? Because I kind of need to see it. Yeah, it got lost in the hard drive. Um, I was gonna ask. So I was gonna ask Savannah. Um, have you seen? This is kind of like a several part question. Okay, we okay. Did this was Sydney, and we try to figure out like what we've seen in comments. So have you watched Friends? Uh, yeah, I'm watching it right now. Like what I'm on like my fifth watch through. Um, I think I'm on season four. Maybe. Okay. No, no, no. I can't be that far in. Maybe season three. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Moxie so has not seen, seen Friends. friends. I'm what? I'm I'm going Stop to work it. on it. <laughs> I know. Leave. I know. Um, how about how about how I met your mother? Oh uh, yes, honey. Okay, cool. Right. Yes. We're all friends on that good. on awesome. that route. I love how I met your mother. Although I will say that I feel like a lot of how I met your mother like mirrors a lot of friends storylines yes. you know what i'm saying yeah well savannah it was great having you here on the podcast moxie is there anything else that we need to ask her i don't think so i think um savannah is there anything else uh, you wants to ask you <laughs> uh, i mean uh, how much time you got i'm just kidding uh, no, we're actually we're, we're complete I, you know i do have one last question i'm sorry i do okay, want to ask okay, this okay. because i think and, and if you don't want to talk about this it's okay too is i don't know how how open you are to talk about this but I okay. want to know, you have a young, a young child who, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, is super adorable from what I've seen. Uh, I know it. I know it. She's a perfect angel. Aww. Well, I haven't met her, <laughs> so I can't judge that. But I will go ahead and, and concede it. Um, I promise. <laughs> uh, I want to know, like, you're obviously a really busy mother. Like, you, you work, you're doing YouTube, you've got uh, the band oh, as well. How do you balance yeah. it? Like, honestly, how do you balance that? <laughs> Uh, you have no idea Ruben like I never stop moving and going and doing things so yeah um god I don't know it's really hard because like I also you know I, I have a, a job and stuff and it's like I feel like I I want to be there with my baby a lot more but I will say like we've started taking her to shows and like sometimes she makes appearances in my YouTube videos and stuff so it's like my biggest thing is is like having her involved with things I mean she's only three so there's only so much you can involve her with and really like she just likes to watch Paw Patrol all day so it's Me like too. <laughs> she, she, yeah right 
hey, there's a lot of good life lessons you can learn from Paw Patrol. But <laughs> yeah, so it's like her attention span isn't exactly like I want to be with mommy all day. But like when she when she wants to do that, it's like, yes, by all means, like, let me show you what mommy's doing right now. And that's that's a really important thing for me, because also, like, I want her to see that, like, despite, you know, having a kid and having all these dreams and stuff like when she grows up, I want her to be able to look back at me as her mother and be like, damn, like she tried and, and she she never stopped. She never gave up. And I think that's like the biggest thing. Like, I'm not going to let anything hold me back from doing the stuff I want to do because like I also am one of those people who can't stop like moving towards something the moment I stop having goals it's like the moment I just turn into sludge you know so like I have to keep working towards something and I want Sparrow to see that so I feel like I've met a kindred spirit (laughs) (laughs) thank you I mean I try (laughs) well and, and I hope that that as she sees you working your butt off that she also then realizes, oh, I can do that too. You know, that's like, exactly why. Yeah. Because yeah, she, awesome. yeah, she has a lot of potential. Like, I listen to her. Like, I mean, she'll sing like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Actually, she's really into like Barbie Girl right now, and I love that. <laughs> but she, I mean, she already is like showing like musical talent and stuff. And I'm like, yes, girl, I bought her a drum set. Uh, for christmas this year so it's like yeah yeah so she's she's got you know like opportunities here and there to decide what she wants to do but i want her to know that whatever it is she wants to do i'm like i'm right there like you want to go be a drummer sure if you want to be a ballerina sure you can do whatever you want my sweet angel and mommy's right there to back you up so and i always want to have that relationship with her so it's important that's awesome yeah well hey i'm gonna play uh i'm gonna play one of the songs that you sent me earlier one of the ones i'm allowed to to share uh, I'm gonna play part yeah, of it yeah. here on the way out. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners or your fans or or any, or us? Like, do you want to tell us a secret or something? A secret? I'm just. Ooh, you know. now you're really. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I really have any secrets. I'm kind of an open book, so. But <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys for having me. Though I mean, this was. I'm. I was really like flattered that you reached out to me in the first place. I was like, oh, I feel important. <laughs> <laughs> that's our goal friends? i can have friends what uh, we're, wait we're friends yeah we're friends <laughs> i i don't have friends very often so you know it's like, <laughs> i'm too busy to have friends yeah. i'm just kidding same <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding though all right let, we'll be right back this is the takeover with nerve she's got some nerve to let go of you How dare she look for something new When there's nothing better I've been thinking about How long it's been Since your fingers graced my skin She does 
interview, Ruben. Um, thank you. I, I am so... I, thank you for having Savannah on the show because I had not met her before that interview. and She's just a lovely person. I'm just glad that she agreed to be our friend. I am too. And then our throw me friend. under a bus. No! You can't keep taking things like that personally. I take all things personally. You can't do that. That's you, a bad policy to have. I No, it's a great policy to have. Just ask Joe Biden. Um, you know, so... <laughs> So we watched The Dirt, uh, in particular to watch, or to talk about it on this episode. <laughs> I can't talk anymore. Maybe start that again. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I, I, we're going to keep rolling with it. Uh, we don't edit the show. What are you talking about? Uh, we yeah. watched The Dirt. And uh, The Dirt is, uh, the TLDR of The Dirt, it's the early career of a small little band. You may have heard of them called Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Did I, did I get you tickets to Motley Crue? You may have i don't know i've seen them a couple of times i saw them uh i saw them twice when they were on the last tour you went once with your dad right i went yeah i went with uh my old bassist carly wasserman and then i went with my dad yeah i got you tickets uh, to that one you got us those tickets yeah i don't remember how was, but i did that was awesome no that was a great show and i was actually um watching it's interesting watching the Netflix documentary. They have that part at the end. Wait, it's not. Is, first of all, it's not a documentary. Oh well, yeah, true. It's a, dra- it's a dram- dramatization. Dramatization? No, no, it's a dramatization. What's a dramatization? Well, because it's it's not a dra- it's not a uh, it's not a drama like it's not a dramatization, but it's mm-hmm. comedic, so it's a dramedy. But a dr- dr- dramatiz what did I say? Dramati I can't even pronounce the word anymore. I made up a word. Dramatization. Dramatization. Yeah, dramatization. Yeah. Eh. Whatever. Yeah. So I was watching it, and uh, you know how it has it rolls those credits at the end, and it says Motley Crue played their last show New Year's Eve of mm-hmm. I think 2015, and I was like, I was at that show. You went to the so, last show. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh my god uh actually it's the first time you said all episodes so i'm proud of you i thank you I'm really working my way up yeah we're trying to get that to be a thing oh okay <laughs> it's twice now <laughs> so i i asked some of our friends on facebook to comment on what they thought about the the about the film it's a movie it's 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 a Essentially, it's like a comedy, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like a historical comedy. Uh, what did you, th- what did you think about it? Um, I thought it was great. Uh, having read the dirt, I read the dirt back in high school when I was on a missions trip. <laughs> I'm I'm like sitting in a bus in Ohio on a missions trip, reading about Motley Crue's debauchery uh, in the eighties. Um, so ha- having read the book first. Um, and then watching the movie, the book kind of like lingered in my mind, but I was 15 when I read it. So there wasn't a lot of memory there, but I really liked the movie. Um, I thought that they did some of the casting extremely well. Um, I have watched some of the behind the scenes of like the way that they airbrushed uh, the actor who played Tommy Lee's tattoos out and then added new ones. And and I thought that... Um, the guy who played Vince Neil really well cast. The guy who played uh, Nikki really, really well cast. Um, their attitudes really came through throughout the film. Um, and it was just, you know, every film I've, I've seen some mixed reviews about this movie on Facebook and on social media. And the reality is that every time you try to make an hour and a half, is that how long it is? An hour and a half? About. 
Yeah, you try to make an hour and a half long movie about literally a decade of four guys going on tour constantly, releasing several albums, doing all of this stuff. It's they're going to be gaps, Mm -hmm. and I've kind of come to terms with the fact that nobody is ever going to do justice to it the way that the book does. Or or unless unless you do like a ten part movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would have to do a full series, like a TV show. Yeah, honestly, which would be fun. It would be fun, and there would be stuff to cover, but I really feel like The Dirt, Netflix did a great job covering the things that really mattered in this movie. I especially loved the the fourth wall breaking <laughs> uh, right at the beginning when they're talking about their marriages. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I didn't see four walls breaking, and then I realized what you meant. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no. <laughs> I was actually thinking about a wall breaking. I'm like, I don't think they, anyone went through a wall. Tear down this wall. That's not Motley Crue. No, it's not. Should be, though. But it's available on iTunes. Moxie and the Influence. Don't buy it. I would not recommend. I recommend. <laughs> so, you know, here, I liked, I'm torn on the movie. Uh, and here's why. Yeah? First of all, I know nothing about Motley Crue. First and okay. foremost. So Good for you. Everything, yeah, everything I watched was new to me. Um, so I had no idea that Nikki Six had a heroin addiction i knew he had drug problems but i didn't know it was heroin Serious? Uh, i didn't know that vince neal lost his daughter i didn't know mm-hmm. that uh they had that much sex on the road uh, i mean there was yeah. just so many things about the band that i did not know going into this that for me i was i i, I it felt honestly if it wasn't motley crew if it was any other band i probably would have called bullshit thick <laughs> You know, I would probably call like BS on on that because Mm -hmm. it felt like the tour life was so overdramatic, you know. Also, I didn't like Pete Davidson in the movie. Really? I thought that was a terrible casting. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of with you there. That was a little weird. And at first I didn't realize it was Pete Davidson. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't know. I felt he did a good job. It's just the casting was a little odd. Um. I think that he played a good role in the movie, and I feel like he, I mean, I have nothing else to say, really, just that he did a good job. Um, but yeah, I agree with you there. I I did watch, there was one part where I I almost turned it off. Cause I oh, was, really? Yeah, I mean, one of the first, I mean, one of the very first scenes in the movie was, you know, some dudes having, not some, some dude, a dude having sex with a girl. That's mm-hmm. not what bothered me. Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't care about nudity or any of that stuff. Uh, that didn't bother me. But what did bother me was, you know, as they're partying, there's this one scene with when Ozzy Osbourne walks up and oh. he, you know, Ozzy that. being classic Ozzy, pees on the floor and licks his own urine. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, my God, I can't I can't watch this anymore. Then Nikki Six goes ahead and starts peeing on the floor and Nikki is about to go and, and lick it. But Ozzy pushes him and then Ozzy goes down and starts licking the urine off the floor. Yeah, it and was. I almost had to turn it off at that point. It was pretty gross. It, it, at that moment, I mean, throughout the whole movie, I was happy that I was watching it by myself. But at that moment, I was kind of like, I really hope my roommates don't come home right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been interesting to explain to your roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that whole scene is in the book, too. That I mean, there are several things in the book that didn't make it in the movie, but I'm glad that they they did an Aussie look alike that they did that in this movie because, I mean, it's iconic in a very gross way. And on that note, would not uh, 
I would recommend this movie to anybody who's a fan of Motley Crue, to anybody who's in rock and roll. Would not recommend this to anybody with young children. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you have young children, you can watch it. Just make sure the young children are, are watching Paw Patrol. Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't show this to anybody who's going to have issues with things like like the things that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. If you know someone who's an alcoholic or like a sex addict or something, Ooh, don't show yeah. it to them. I mean, yeah, I mean, or, they, they really, they really, uh, um, I don't know what the word is, but they really glamorize the party scene. Yeah. Well, but then towards the end, I think towards the end, they really did a good job of, um, of showing the pitfalls of the party scene as well. So, yeah, I think uh, back when at the end of the movie, when they all get together, they find Vince in the bar and they all get together and and they're really uh, it, spoilers. Thought, sorry. Well, it happens in real life. That's it's been 30 years. But um, <laughs> I mean, when they find him and they're talking about um, they're talking about like the reason why they did all the things that they did when they were kids. And they're talking about what really matters and what really matters is the people that you're doing this stuff mm. with. I thought that Netflix and Motley Crue did a great job of kind of moralizing on it and saying like, Hey, just so everybody watching this knows. Yeah. The whole first hour of this movie is completely losing our minds on all this stuff. But in reality, it's actually not all that fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was really interesting to see them all at different points hit rock bottom, and yeah. what drew them to hit rock bottom. Yeah, and uh, I will say I'm glad that it seems like the band scene has cleaned up a lot. Yeah, uh, over I the agree. years, and I think technology has helped with that. I think video games and social media, and you know, the internet has helped keep people occupied on the road. Uh, but it, it's it's really good to see that people aren't. The new generation TVs of TVs off balconies anymore. Although I want to do that. Uh, well, I, I mean, I smashed a TV with an axe a couple of times. Yeah, well. It makes this really cool popping sound. I wasn't invited. You probably would have fainted from the heat. No, I probably would have. I almost did. I, I'm a fat man. I would have fainted from just walking. Uh, so we have a couple people who, who, who responded to us online. Did anybody respond to us on Instagram? I don't think so. Our Instagram platform needs a little help. <laughs> hey, guys, go follow us on Instagram at Best Friend Podcast. Yes, please. We tried to get Best Friend Show, uh, You're My Best Friend. All of those were taken. So go follow Best Friend Podcast. And while you're at it, go to vpn.thebestfriendshow.com. Get 74% off a two-year subscription plan. I can speak now. Uh, Wendy Tallarico, uh, a good, I don't want to say a good friend of mine, but I, 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 she's associated with me. Uh, she said she loved it on Facebook. She said uh, two words, Douglas Booth. Uh, no, but seriously, the way each band member's life was portrayed was amazing to me. And I grew up on that music. Plus, it's effing Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to end that sentence. Yeah, that, no, that's perfect. Matthew Brighter commented and said, awesome, definitely shows all sides of Motley Crue. Uh, and I think just tie in back to what we were just talking about, um, moralizing towards the end and everybody hitting rock bottom at one point or another. And I think it, it I agree with you, Matt. Uh, it did a really great job of that. Yeah. Jessica Cole said it gave more appreciation and respect uh, to how and see where they came from and where they are now, which is huge. I think, you know, there's, there's a certain appreciation in the rock scene of people who have gotten sober or, or who have, who've hit rock bottom, gotten sober and came back for more, 
you know, yeah. and by that I mean more of performing and, and having a clean lifestyle. And yeah. uh, it was good to see uh, all of them cleaned up at yeah. the end. Uh, although, although at the same time, I kind of wish it would have gone on. I think I feel like it should have gone into more of the latter years as well. And their final yeah. tour. I would have liked to have seen that. Maybe, maybe there's a part two coming. Who knows? Yeah, I hope so. I would love to see the footage from that tour again. Um, John Bivens? John Bivens. Bivens. He commented, absolutely loved it. Actually shared a photo of himself with Nikki Six. Looks like it's from a couple of years ago. Um, And he said, the show captured the actual essence of drug addicted, whoremongering, piss drinking that was the sleaze of the 1980s and Motley Crue. You hit the nail right on the head, John. (laughs) You know, I was surprised that none of them got an STD in the movie. I am too. I, I, you know... I, I know that that's not necessarily public knowledge, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody does. Oh, they probably all had something at some point. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have that much unprotected sex and not end up with a kid or with an STD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Irma then, Jordan uh, over on our Facebook page said, uh, I have and I absolutely love it. I've been a Motley Crue fan since 1987. I hope everyone's still doing well and then tags all the band members uh, <laughs> says, I still love you all very much hugs. God bless you all and your families and fur babies. It's so cool to follow them all on social media now, um, especially Nikki and Tommy. Cause I follow them both on Instagram uh, and it's just fun kind of seeing what they post. I think Nikki six is in Tahiti right now. Um, Lucky Nikki. I know. Isn't Tahiti nice? Uh, wish I was there. Um, but he, you know, he posts all the time about uh, his life and his marriage and just kind of things that he's doing. Tommy Lee is always posting music stuff. He's a total character, really fun to watch. Um, and it's just really cool to see that, like, even after Motley Crue, you know, all bad things must come to an end. Mm. Even after that finished up, they are still living their lives, still loving life, and still finding things to live for. And I think that that's really important. And that's a great way to end this podcast. Yes, it is. We unintentionally. Have, unintentionally. Yes. We have a great guest lined up for next week. Did, Do we? you, did you forget? I did. Who is it? A gentleman by the name of Gondola Greg. Oh, Gondola Greg. Yeah, yeah Gondola Greg is coming to town. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Uh, if you've never had the pleasure of meeting Gondola Greg, you will Lucky next week. Lucky you. If you have had the pleasure of meeting him. We're sorry. Um, we apologize, but also you know how amazing next week's episode is going to be. Um, cannot wait. It's We're actually, awesome. next week's going to be so freaking awesome that I think we, you and I shouldn't talk that much. I would agree. I, I think, think that we can just give him the reins. And- I think we just push record yeah. and tell him go. Yeah. And he'll just talk for an hour. Yeah, I would agree. All, but Although I think people want to hear us talk or want to hear you talk at least. Aw, I, I don't want to hear me talk. So. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> that was mean. Uh, <laughs> so once again, a little reminder, follow us on Facebook, but also head over to, to, to Instagram at Best Friend Podcast. Follow us on there. Follow Moxie at Moxie and Music. Follow me over at The Ruben J. On our Facebook page, we might occasionally go live like we did last Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And thank you to all the 200 of you beautiful people who tuned into our show. Yes, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for our live, us about our live stream, by the way. Our favorite animals and our, our favorite dinosaurs. Thanks for tuning into our live stream. 
uh, and asking us some questions and just hanging out with us and making some memories. And shout out to Destiny. Yes, Destiny. She's she's my destiny. Hashtag badass. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. All right, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we are out of time. We'll see you next week with Gondola Greg. Gondola Greg. Gondola Greg. Gondola Thanks Greg. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Jesus loves you. Bye. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs>